Welcome to the 49th Meal Podcast. My name is Mitchell Howe and I am your host. I'm going to take you along a journey throughout the state of Alaska where we will meet the men and women that make the food that you love. All right, everyone. We are here with PWSS Salts, uh, Prince William Sound Salt. This is a company we've been trying to make this interview happen for a while, but between life in Alaska and technical issues with the internet, it's taken a bit, but we are going to make this happen, so I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, thanks, Mitch. Uh, my name is Dory Yelverton. I'm here with Chris, and we are two of the owners of Prince William Sound Salt Company. Um, we are based out of Whittier, Alaska, although all of us reside in the Anchorage area. Um, we we love Whittier. We love Prince William Sound. We think it has the world's richest waters, and we are so excited about sharing our salt with the world. So thanks for having us today. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. Sorry about that. Uh, so what got you guys started in the sea salt business? Well, we are um, just under a year in business. And um, to the point where, you know, we're just starting to launch our retail shop in Whittier. We do have our online store live. So we've kind of spent the last eight to nine months getting through the uh, state permitting process. No, no picnic, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And getting our website built up and really building the brand. And that's one of the reasons why I reached out to you. Um, That's kind of cool about what's cool about uh, the world of podcasting is, um, you know, the reach that you can um, get with uh, this new form of communication that we have. And so we as a family like to spend a lot of time out in Prince William Sound over the last four or five summers. Um, Our good friends, Nick and Bree, who we co-own the company with, have a boat that they keep out of Whittier. And every weekend, you know, Friday night, we, we all get off work from our day jobs and hit the sound and uh, spend the weekend out there with our families. And so I'll kind of let Dory dive into how it all started. Yeah, we, um, you know, we're not, I wouldn't say that we're just like avid fishermen. That is not really why we go out to the sound. We just, we like to adventure. Uh, I mean, we certainly, we do love some amazing Prince William Sound shrimp and salmon and, you know, halibut, halibut, lingcod, you know, there's amazing seafood out in the sound. Um, But we really just, we just love Alaska. And we think that it is uh, just the most beautiful place to live and we all have kids and we like to take our children out there and let them explore and so part of what kind of started with the salt is that we're out there pulling shrimp pots and getting all like salty with the water and you know just kind of we are those people that are like hey let's I know we can make some salt. Let's make some salt. Let's try it. What tastes better than the shrimp that you are eating with the salt from the place that they came from? I mean, nothing. It's amazing. So we're really passionate about food. I guess that's what it boils down to. No, that, that's really awesome because, I mean, I'm sure all of us that have been out on the water at any point in time, we lived, uh, before I moved up here to Palmer, we lived in Sitka. And that's actually beautiful. for a, uh, a little while, we lived on a sailboat. Oh, that's so, so fun. It, well, <laughs> you did? It, yeah, we, we lived on a sailboat. It was a 50 footer ferro uh, concrete. Okay. It, it, it would have been fun, except for it was me, my wife, and, and uh, our son, 
three cats and a dog. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of animals on a bus. It was crazy, but <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah it, it was okay. crazy, but it was how did that years. work with the animals? It's <laughs> <laughs> tight quarters. Well, we do see, take the dogs with us when we go out, but uh, no cats. <laughs> <laughs> and see, um, we one of the first people we met down there was uh, Jim and Darcy over at Alaska Pier Sea Salt. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, they have an amazing product. And Sitka is just such a, it's a great city. We, we've only been once, but it's the, just beautiful. We love we, it. We there. call it the, the most beautiful city you can never afford to live in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it makes Alaska living look cheap. Right. <laughs> but okay. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us have been on the water and thought about making salt. So it's so cool to see that process go from the thought to actually doing it. And so what's some of the challenges you guys have had in this whole startup process well that's a great question yeah making um making salt is not an exact science so (laughs) you know you talk to others that are in the industry and in sea salt specifically there's a lot of different ways that you can do it so it took a lot of trial and error um give kudos to dory she's very uh, persistent when it comes to that and so yeah a lot of it was you know you start off with just boiling a pot of seawater down on your stove at home and you're like oh cool this is salt well it's not very good salt because there's a lot more steps in the process um yeah and i am kind of a science nerd and I really, a big part of this too has for us has been like, how can we do this the most energy efficient way that we can? One of our sort of mission statements is that we don't use any uh, one-time use plastic in our process. None of our packaging is plastic. We are all about protecting our waters and our oceans. Um, You know, there's one earth and we want to leave a, a nice clean one for our kids, right? So we're trying to be extremely responsible in how we create this product and how we bring it to people. So so part of the process is how can we do this energy efficiently? Obviously, we live in Alaska, so solar evaporation is not really an option here, which is how a lot of sea salt is created. I was saying, you mean you need more than one tub a year? <laughs> right. You know, last summer... We last summer would have been the exception. I did yeah. experiment with a little bit last summer, and, and I did make some salt, but um, it wasn't that much. And Whittier especially is super rainy and wet, um, so we've, we've had to use other methods, and so we've done a lot of experimenting with that. Um, and like Chris said, we're, we've learned a lot about uh, things like rust, you know, how salt really rusts metal. <laughs> so um, it's been a super fun sort of journey, I guess. Um, and one of the things that we discovered, we've been working a little bit with the Prince William Sound Science Center, and they're out of Cordova. Um, there's a scientist there named Rob Campbell, and he is uh, just a great guy. He's provided a bunch of information to us, and he does testing throughout the sound. So he's testing um, salinity levels, temperatures. He's looking at the various marine life to kind of see the health, overall health of the sound. And so after chatting with him a little bit, we kind of, um, we learned about this idea of salinity levels being higher in deeper water. So as, as water gets deeper, it's denser and it's saltier and it's cleaner because microplastics tend to float closer to the surface of the water. So we harvest all of our water from deep, deeper in the ocean. So we get cleaner water, we get saltier water right off the bat. We're bringing it in. We're not collecting our water 
from the dock or the harbor or places where there's um, <laughs> contamination, contamination, yeah, or yeah. freshwater inlets that are going to, you know, dilute the water and and require more energy to boil it down. So, so we're trying to be as efficient and clean as possible. So now, what's that process look like? If you guys don't mind talking about it, because I know um, diff different places have different methods for how they harvest their water. So if you don't mind, kind of let us know about that. Yeah, yeah we pump it up at depth. Um, and so we, then- We take the boat out. We take the boat yeah. out to the sound. So we're typically, you know, at least 10 miles um, away from any civilization where we get our water. And, and then we bring it back. And then in the winter time, when it's cold enough, we use what's called a fractional freezing technique. And so that's another um, kind of green angle to this is the fractional freezing. Um, you just essentially set the seawater outside and ice forms and you remove the ice and then you're left with uh, a brine. And so that's during during the winter months. Right. So seawater so, will freeze at lower temperatures. And yeah. so again, Alaska, right? We've got we've got cold. <laughs> we don't have sun, but we've got cold. <laughs> <laughs> that we have plenty of it. We do. It, it, it took it a little bit for this winter to get here, but when it got here, it got oh, oh yeah, came in and strong it got cold. in January. We did a lot of production, and and so that yeah, that was a super great cold snap for us. <laughs> and now, so I know I've been uh, following you guys for a minute here. Um, I'm really excited to try this garlic sea salt you guys have. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so good. That's the most popular uh, <laughs> uh What's some of the far. other flavors you guys have ventured into? Yeah, so we, um, our sort of flavor that we first started with was actually a rosemary lemon, and that is really good on shrimp and whitefish, chicken, you know, that, that sort of angle. And then we also do an alder smoked salt, which is kind of the newest flavor that we just launched. Um, and it's just got a really nice, like, smoky flavor. It's great on popcorn and stuff like that. And the garlic salt is actually, um, as you mentioned, it's like, it's the best. It's like everyone's <laughs> favorite. Um, and we actually make, um, you know, we use whole roasted garlic cloves and then we kind of make like a paste with the salt and then let it dry. So it's like 50, 50 garlic to salt. It's so good. Not to give away the recipe. <laughs> it's so much garlic. You can just eat it like candy. <laughs> and then the rosemary lemon as well is handcrafted in small batches. Yeah. It's all so fresh, fresh fre ingredients. Yeah. Made with fresh lemons and, um, organic rosemary. So check that box as well. Yeah, as I say, uh, you, you got a fat man drooling over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now I know everybody, top of everybody's mind right now is this whole uh, coronavirus, this COVID-19 going around. Yeah. How has it, uh, I know you guys are just getting started and stuff. How, how has it affected you guys? Yeah, actually it's, the timing is, uh, is, it's terrible <laughs> I mean, for everyone, right? We were planning to open our retail shop in Whittier at the beginning of May this year. Um, and now we're actually not even able to get into the shop to finish the work uh, that we needed to do on the retail side um, through, it looks like through the end of April, the, the city of Whittier um, is basically closed. Yeah. So we can't at this point, um, you know, sell retail in Whittier, but we can still produce. We can produce and we can sell online. So, yeah. so we're kind of, um, you know, just regrouping and trying to figure out what this, this looks like for the next few months. Um, we're going to just play with some new recipes and, uh, you know, do some fun salt stuff at home <laughs> as we hunker down like everyone else. <laughs> Well, I, I can tell you um, over here for myself and I'm sure all the other small businesses, 
we, we hope that this passes soon. It doesn't completely decimate the cruise ship season. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. know uh, Whittier, I've been there myself. I worked on the Alaska Railroad. So yeah. every three days I was down oh, that yeah. way. Yeah. And yeah. just for our listeners at home, I know everybody has seen the memes on Facebook that there's one town where everybody lives <laughs> in one building. And uh, well, yes. that was Whittier. <laughs> so yeah, to that, you know, we feel excited about the future of Whittier, especially emerging from this, um, you know, current events, because the cruise ship, um, the cruise ships are going to be shifting to Whittier next summer in 2021. Um, I'm not sure if you heard that, but um, they're, no, having, uh, they're having a big shift of uh, cruise ship traffic from Seward to Whittier. Uh, and we feel well positioned for that. I know, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned, but our retail location is um, in Whittier, right uh, in front of the public boat launch. And so it's a bright blue building. We're going to have signage up. That's one of our projects while we're all hunkered down here. And, um, you know, for us, we're excited about that. So it's kind of about, you know, building the brand, building awareness, getting people excited about salt, and really, you know, having conversations this is the cool thing about podcasts is you get to the world is complicated right and yes. <laughs> you can't just like read a headline and understand something you have to you know dive into it most people don't think about where salt comes from right so um it's cool to be able to you know let people know how we do it and what we're about yeah i can even testify to that uh being 10 years in the kitchen you know we have sea salt we got kosher salt I don't touch, I haven't touched iodine table salt for years, but yeah. I mean, besides that, you know, even when I first went to Sitka, that was the first time I really seen crafted yeah. sea salt and you know, the price is a little bit, quite a bit higher than going to yeah. the store and yeah. buying some. And I was like, <laughs> what's so special about this besides it looks really cool. I'm sure the flavors <laughs> are good. And then I had some. And oh my God, like <laughs> yeah. the texture, the flavor, there's so many subtleties and nuances to salt. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Well, and we wanted to talk about that a little bit today, you know, just, um, you not, not too specific, but the mineral content is much higher than just a, you know, Morton iodized table salt. So there's health benefits. Oh, yeah. Um, we have customers who buy our salt and they, one customer in particular, he travels a lot. And so you know, when you travel and you go to a hotel, you get a bottle of water. He brings our salt and um, puts it in his bottles of water so that he gets minerals and electrolytes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And more from yeah. a health standpoint. I, I never thought about that, but that's actually a pretty, pretty awesome idea. Yeah, it tastes better too, um, as long as you don't go too heavy on it. Yeah, right, right. Don't um, don't drink seawater. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Put a little salt in your water. It's good for you. you know, the, so with you guys being in a uh, predominantly tourist area, yeah. what what's some of the – you were talking about, Chris, uh, educating people and stuff. What is some of the reactions when people see you guys that maybe are from the Midwest where they're not going to get fresh sea salt from anywhere? <laughs> I think people are excited to bring home uh, a, a piece of their vacation mm -hmm. and they're excited to, it's like a more of a um, emotional connection, what I would say. So they talk to us, have a good conversation. They hear our story. 
um, you know, hey, this, we met these, these cool families that they spend their weekends out on the sound adventuring and they, you know, they make sea salt 50 miles that way. Like, that's really cool because that's where it came from, just right down there, you know, and you can point to where it came from. So I think it's a combination of the um, connection to what we have going on and their ex whole experience in Alaska. And then also, you know, just consumers are demanding more locally sourced food right now, right? Like people yep. in this day and age, you want to know where your food came from. Not only that, I think there's also a demand for products that, you know, just, just like we talked about that are eco-friendly and sustainable. And that's, you know, that's what we're all about. I mean, that more than anything, like we want to make sure that what we're doing as a company is sustainable and environmentally responsible. So, you know, I, I, I can say even for myself over probably the last three to five years, I've gotten a lot more conscious of the sustainability factor especially yeah. working in kitchens, you know, yeah. we're, we're seeing how we can cut stuff out. So it's awesome. You know, you, you think of a company like Applebee's, they have multi-billion dollar company. It's easy for them to shift. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome to see a small comp the smaller companies starting out that way, not having to worry about that big shift. Mm -hmm. And now with um, your packaging, let's talk about that. What, what do people expect? What can they expect when they come and order some salt from you guys? Yeah, so right now we have, um, most of our jars are glass with a cork um, style lid. So, you know, renewable resource there and recyclable glass jars. Um, we have like a tamper-proof label to keep that cork nice and tight in there. We're also working on um, recyclable and compostable bags for our salt. So they're like a craft kind of paper look. Um, for you know larger quantities so that you know there's less weight for shipping and things like that um so yeah th those are kind of the the things we're using right now no plastic like i said and all of our bags are you know recyclable paper you know packaging and all of that so yeah trying to be really um all recyclable <laughs> no that's awesome and so what has been the the reception from the community of uh whittier with you guys coming down and opening I think it's been good. I yeah. think, you know, we've built some solid relationships uh, in that community and um, it truly is a small town. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, last um, fall when we, so we got a lease on, on our building there and um, you know, we had people coming down left and right just to introduce themselves and talk to us and see what we had going on. And the building and is very bright, so you can't miss it. So of course, immediately people are like, what's going on over there? What, what's this bright <laughs> building here? Um, so, and I think people there are really excited about the fact that we're creating something from the place where they live. I mean, this is, this is their home and, and we're, we're kind of bringing a new element to them. So yeah, it's been really positive. Even though, you know, I, get, I think Whittier gets a little bit of a, a bad rep at times um, because like you said, like the, the, the perception that everybody lives in one building, which there's more than one building. There's a couple buildings. There is. <laughs> and there's properties and cabins. on their boats too. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the, the tunnel, I mean, have we talked about that yet? Well, you, you're familiar <laughs> being former. Oh, oh my God, yes, that tunnel. We yeah. sat there for, I think, Oh, we were delayed for like 45 minutes on the train uh -huh. because somebody got a flat tire in the middle of the tunnel. 
Yeah. That was probably us. <laughs> yeah, that happened three or four years ago. That happened <laughs> when some something fell off one of the railroad cars. It was a big, like... A turnbuckle <laughs> fell off the railroad and popped people's tires. It actually... It there was, was like a, four cars, actually. Yeah, a Volkswagen bug, it cracked the oil pan, and there's oil oh. all over the tunnel. <laughs> so yeah but we were there we were stuck yeah. in the tunnel <laughs> yeah no it's it, it's a cool little town like anybody listening it, if you're coming up to alaska go check out whittier obviously yeah. go check out prince william sound salts and so now for the people that are listening that maybe can't come up here but they're curious to learn about salts where, where do yeah. they find you online well, I think our website would be the easiest place, um, pwssalt.com. You can order online there. And also follow our Instagram. Um, we've got some some fun pictures of the sound of our adventures, and that's just um, at pwssalt. Um, those are kind of the main channels. Facebook as well. Yeah, same thing at Facebook, at yep. pwssalt. Awesome. And we will make sure we get links to all of those. For our listeners, if you click up on our icon, and we'll pull up the show notes and we will have links to their website and all their social media. So is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know about you guys, your company, or kind of what you got coming on? I think we covered everything. Uh, I want to thank you for the opportunity to uh, uh, speak and uh, talk with you a little bit about our company. But uh, please do follow us, uh, reach out to us on social media, interact with us. And uh, we'd love to hear your questions. Yeah. And if you're in Whittier, pop by. We'll, we'll be open as soon as we can. <laughs> <laughs> one, one day in the near future, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and in, the, in the shop there, we'll have uh, samples so you can pop by and try some of the salt. We um, have done a couple of shows, too, um, here, you know, locally in Anchorage. So, you know, the, the Christmas villages, and we sometimes have pop-up shows. Girdwood Brewing, we did one, and Double Shovel Cider Co. So if we're at those events, pop by and say hi and try some salt. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. It's truly been my honor. Like I said, uh, I know we've been working on trying to get this yeah. interview done for a hot minute, but it's living in Alaska. We, we make it work. That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. Of course. And I was going to let our listeners know, so we are getting ready to launch a YouTube channel. One of the first products I talked to, I believe it was Chris a while back when he was going to send out is we are going to do a review with their salts with Prince William Sound Salt Company as our first video on our YouTube channel. So definitely awesome. uh, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, your awesome. salt is in route. <laughs> <laughs> this time, maybe we'll get to us. Okay. Yeah. People that don't know Alaska, so our postal system here is one step above a horse and buggy from <laughs> 1805. <laughs> so they actually sent me some salt, and yeah, it just turned into a whole nightmare. But we are looking forward to it. We'll send it by carrier pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the interview, please go ahead and be sure to check the show notes so you can follow our guests on their social media. And we also ask that you please give us a thumbs up or a rating wherever you are listening to this podcast. And if you did not like the show, well, just go ahead and listen to something else then. Well, nobody needs a negative Nancy. Thank you for listening to my daddy, Hugh Ladle. <laughs> <laughs>